This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, November 27th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Romaine victim list grows. Evacuation pens for wildfires. And Warren makes a play for black farmers. Romaine victim list grows. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention has now linked 67 illnesses to romaine lettuce that was grown in California's Salinas Valley and contaminated with deadly E. coli bacteria. That's an increase of 27 from last Friday when FDA issued an alert warning consumers not to eat any romaine that was grown in that region. Six people have developed hemolytic uremic syndrome, a type of kidney failure, but no deaths have been reported. FDA said it has asked the industry to voluntarily withdraw from the market any romaine grown in the Salinas Valley. The agency hasn't yet identified the farm that is the source of the contamination. State fairs stocked with livestock pens for wildfire evacuations. The California Farm Bureau yesterday announced the donation of portable livestock pens to seven fairgrounds across the state. President Jamie Johansson said... Already this fall, we've seen the pens used to help livestock during the Kincaid Fire in Sonoma County. Following the deadly campfire last year, the Bureau's charitable foundation established a disaster fund, raising $75,000 for the purchase of 280 pens. CDFA contributed funding as well and distributed the pens to fairgrounds in Anderson, Auburn, Lakeport, Merced, San Mateo, Ventura, and Yuba City. Listeria prompts closing of San Francisco Soy Company. Golden State Soy has agreed to discontinue selling products until it complies with FDA regulations. A federal court issued a permanent injunction Friday against the company resuming operations. The action follows several FDA inspections that found a virulent strain of listeria in the company's food preparation area. FDA's Melinda Plazier said the unsafe practices not only violated the law, but also put consumers in harm's way. The FDA had no reports of confirmed illnesses from the products. California's farmers will fill at least 13% of your belly tomorrow. Plates, glasses, and eventually bellies across the country will soon fill with California agriculture products. Each year, the industry delivers 13% of the nation's total sales across 400-plus commodities. As you say your thanks for all this bounty at the dinner table, there's a snapshot of some of those California ingredients sitting in front of you. The Golden State leads the nation in pumpkins for pie, milk and cream for whipping, wine for the in-laws, celery, onions, and walnuts for the stuffing, nearly all the items in your salad, garlic roasted carrots for the side dish, and almonds for the green bean casserole. California is also second for sweet potatoes and number eight for turkeys, 320 million pounds not pardoned annually. Trump advisor really close on China. The White House continues to be upbeat about prospects of an interim trade deal with China, although there have been few public signs of negotiations in recent days. We're getting really close, Kellyanne Conway, an advisor to President Donald Trump, said yesterday on Fox & Friends, noting China recently dropped its ban on U.S. chicken imports. We feel that deal is going to happen, and we continue to work arduously toward that, she said. Here's another take. 
Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa told reporters yesterday that everything he has heard in private conversations and seen in the media indicates the negotiations on a Phase 1 deal are going okay. But he noted that Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin and U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer had not yet accepted an invitation to go to Beijing. They aren't going unless there's a real chance of having a final agreement. It's up to China to show that good faith, Grassley said. Anticipation boosting export forecast. Despite the uncertainty with China, U.S. Department of Agriculture has raised its forecast for farm exports in fiscal 2020 to $139 billion. That's up $2 billion for the August guess, $3.5 billion above the FY19 exports. USDA economists say expectations of a deal with China on ag trade have helped boost the value of soybean and cotton exports. USDA's estimate for FY20 pork exports raised $400 million to $6.7 billion, largely due to demand from China. The estimate for dairy exports was raised $300 million to $5.8 billion. Warren appeals to black farmers. Elizabeth Warren, who's been struggling to gain traction with minority voters, has proposed a plan to make it easier for black and Hispanic farmers to pursue claims with USDA. The Massachusetts Senator's plan includes having an independent civil rights oversight board to supervise the handling of complaints by USDA's Office of Civil Rights. She also would appoint a civil rights ombudsman to help minority farmers navigate the complaints process. And to make it easier for minority farmers to go to federal court, Warren would turn off the time limit for filing federal lawsuits while complaints are being processed at USDA. As it stands, Warren says the complaints take so long to be processed that farmers are not able to file a lawsuit after the department rules against them. Senate GOP to advance FDA nominee. The Senate Health, Education, and Labor Pensions Committee has scheduled a vote next Tuesday on Stephen Hahn's nomination to head the FDA. There's been no sign of controversy around the Texas cancer expert, and Senate Republicans are moving unusually quickly to get him installed at FDA. Journal editors oppose EPA shift on science. Editors of six major scientific journals are worried about the way EPA will craft environmental regulations under proposed secret science regulations now under consideration. EPA wants to require the release of the underlying data, including medical data, that is used in studies to support regulations. In a statement, the journal editors say the most relevant science vetted through peer review should inform public policy. Anything less will harm decision-making that claims to protect our health. They also said that when old rules not subject to the new transparency requirements need to be updated, foundational science from years past could be discarded. That would be a catastrophe, the editors say. The journals the editors represent, Science, Nature, The Lancet, the Public Library of Science Journals, the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, and Cell Press. Here's today's He Said It. Let me get back what they took away from me. That Nicholas Martinez, a farm worker under the Bracero program of the post-war, in a Cal Matters article on how Mexico still retained 10% of the workers' incomes decades later. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, November 27th, brought to you by FMC. 
For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.